watching prohibition fall down. All right, wake. Are we ready for it? Yes, sir. Bake, wake, and bake, oh. my friends. Fellow oh. DGC. I was, I was hoping you were going to say waking and bacon because that sounds delicious. Dual purpose. Dual purpose. I got banned from bacon in my house because my wife can't stand how it smells. Really? How is that possible? I literally just made this morning double smoked, double smoked. I didn't double smoke it, but the double smoked is extra smoky. Right. I love the how that smells. Double smoked, double cut. How about that? Uh, okay. Mm. This show, though, guys, is about hanging out, getting a little iry, cover some news. Culture events today. We have a good ad from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Yes, Scotty we do. Think it's all bad. I kind of think it's not breaking, not breaking the stoner stereotype. I don't think it's bad at all. We'll get into it. As well as in the news, we got a drug bust. Man, I wanted to pull this story up, Scotty, because prohibition. When you live in places like where I do here in British Columbia, and you live in you know the Colorado front range, sure, uh, you you sometimes forget about it. And these guys got pulled over. Uh, but they found two men found with marijuana, THC dabs, and THC vape cartridges. And this is in some county in Wisconsin. I hope they we'll didn't get about, addicted. What's that? <laughs> I said, I hope they didn't get addicted. I'm making fun of all the BS hype that's out there and the propaganda. As well as what we got going on with everything else, some more news, some social media comments, and a bunch of good times. So pack your bowls, get some spliffs, get ready to hang, man. Before we do, we got the DGC out there supporting the show. If you listen to this show, you'll notice, man, we're supported, listener supported. That's the way we want to roll with this. But first off, Scotty, before I run in, we've had some people stepping up on Patreon. I want to shout off some people right off the bat. Yes, sir. That's part of the deal. And you're going to support us out on Patreon. We're going to hook it up on the show because you deserve some shout outs. Because believe this, you make the show happen. I mean, when I say that, that is the truth. That's the best feeling about supporting this show. You agree? I was going to give you an absolutely, but uh, I'll hold it. I got to save my absolutely. They don't grow on trees. All right. You hold it. I'm going to give it up to Brandon N. Troy W. What's up? Stephen H. As well as Paul S. Now I have to decide now. I feel like we got to have you like, if you guys sign up over on Patreon, you got to have the D. It's much funner to be like Dank Sinatra. And (laughs) right. Right. You have to give us your DGC names. Yeah. yeah it's totally appreciated. We'll break it down. You guys, we are going over to Patreon. We are over there now for support. Uh, you will see the changes happening. We're really stoked to have more member benefits coming through there. We're going to keep you updated as soon as the next show. We're trying to have all of our membership tiers in place and how you can help make this show happen. In the meantime, Scotty, you had a couple social media comments involving membership maybe you wanted to comment on? Yeah, I thought You're this You're going to comment on the comments. I just thought this was interesting. You know, we do this show as a labor of love. It's, it's something we believe in. And if y'all believe what we're doing, support us. And if you don't believe what we're doing, just enjoy the show. It is all good. But I listen back to the shows. I'm brushing my teeth in the morning, waking and baking. I'll listen back to the shows. And I heard something that kind of... Didn't know how to feel about it. It says, this is a comment. I'll spare who it was. This was, uh, felt a bit, oh shit. Sorry about that. Been watching about a year, profited a lot from this show. Waiting for Recharge and Seeds in Canada to become a member. 
I'm like, huh. And it just made me think, you know, how I like to read stuff and just made me think, you know, think about people. How come it is we set, we place such a, a high value on things, tangible things that you can see a 50 or $60 pack of seeds, you know, a 20 or $30 discount on recharge. And if you think about it, if you had to take a lesson or learn all this stuff, or even just go around and source this information where it's not all in one place, I, I just can't believe that that has no value, but the 30 or 50 or $70 seeds are, are valuable. It just struck, There's value struck, in both. There's value in both. But yeah. it just struck me funny, you know I mean, from, from that comment. And I just wanted to say that when we do a, a grow talk question or when we give input into something, we're able to give honest input. I'm thinking back to the, the lights that we talked about. We're able to honestly tell you no matter what brand you have or no matter what brand you're going to buy, here's what you use to evaluate them. Here's the specs. Uh, when it came to the CO2, exhale CO2 bags, where I bet you if we called exhale and told them what we do, they, they would throw us some money, uh, but we don't because a CO2 burner in most situations or a CO2 tank in situations is a less expensive and better solution. It's about talking freely, man, and trying yeah. to talk as freely as possible and align you guys up with the gear we've used and trusted as far as sponsors go. That's why we don't have too many sponsors, so... Absolutely. But you know what we do is we got supporters like Katie Airbus. And I hope I'm saying that name. <laughs> says, Scotty Real, I certainly wish you all the best. I hope to be watching you guys for years to come. You have my membership. I just wish I could do more. We do good to get food and gas most, most weeks and hope that someday the laws change and everyone can have a chance of succeeding. I think I could. Prohibition sucks. That is an awesome, and that's why we do the show right there. And Katie, I appreciate the heck out of you uh, supporting us and, and digging what we're doing. It really struck me when they, uh, they say, hey, for the most part, we can afford food and gas. I mean, and the DGC membership, that means a ton. I feel you. I feel you, man. It's the power of the DGC supporting the show. So, guys, be checking dudegrows.com forward slash support and patreon.com forward slash dude grow show you like that prohibition land you ain't you ain't supporting no cannabis show just go over to patreon.com right. slash dude grow show you're good to go dude and we are gonna to have to have a talk man about guys every time you say guys i don't know if it's pc got me or what but i want to say guys and girls this is katie who was the last person we talked to i'm just gonna revert back to i'm you, you people i'm gonna normalize you people again it's my mission <laughs> good luck all right let's move on Appreciate the support, DDC. Yes. All right, well, see what they're smoking on. Did you find this here I by Hamlet? Yeah, I wasn't really sure what to make of it, but God damn, is the bud frosty. This was in our We're, meme section right there. This is just, just zoomed in on the trichome forest of the cannabis flower, as I say. That doesn't and look like a forest of like trees to you. Like, remember we were talking about getting shrunk down? Looks like coral to me. Looks like a, like a starfish tentacle. Go deeper though, man. Go to where you're just a tiny, you're the tiny bug or, or shit, I don't want to say it, but something the size of a root aphid in there, man. You'd be running around. That is like a forest. You could be running around looking at crystal balls and shit. It'd be awesome. This is, says though, so this is titled The Green Tickler. Yeah. It says man, made by Irie Sexy Company. Okay, yeah. so you just pick this out of the sheer weirdness and interestingness this is by uh, hambone 555 it says when your sex life is pretty chill i don't know what any of it means but god damn that's about the frostiest picture i've seen in a while it all means something it could all go to together very well actually. yeah 
Yeah. What are, you guys, what are you guys medicating token with on the show today? Yeah, speaking of the frostiest weed that I've seen in a while, I have I just kind of still stuck in that loving in her eyes weed. I got a half ounce of it and I can't stop smoking it. I mean, dude, I kicked my mother-in-law out of the office. I was like, hey, can you either you're smoking with me or you gotta go one or the other? But uh yeah, it's amazing. I tell you how strong it is. I didn't think this was possible. I still don't think it's possible, but it is. I have a quarter ounce jar of it next to my, uh, you know, like the drawer next to your bed, the nightstand or whatever. Yeah. I'm going to bed last night. I'm like, God damn, it stinks like weed in here. And sure enough, it was, there was odor coming from that little jar. It's like a little baby food jar. I don't want to seal. I mean, those things normally seal, right? How the hell does something smell through a jar? <laughs> Mine smells through the jars too. Don't make no sense. It's that's hilarious because I would just if I, I can move on to uh, my mother in law. She's like, it's just I, she's. I came into my office the other day and there's just a candle burning on the desk. I'm like, oh, that's a sign. And <laughs> she's like, I'm like, everything's jarred up and put away. But I have quite a few jars, and she's like, and she's super sensitive smell, but she's like. I can smell it. I think we should just, you should just be using candles from now on. I'm like, I wanted to be, I don't like the smell of candles, but you pick and choose your battles. You know what I would have said? Can you smell it from your own apartment? What's more passive aggressive than just lighting a candle because someone was smoking weed in a room? I'm I'm going out to buy, I'm going to hook up a a carbon filter thing today. I got to get this tent set up. That's all grow talk. But regardless, let me tell you what I got going on. Sure. I am hooking on some stuff called Tyson. Let's just say I have a black market, free market connect in BC here. You know the guy, Scotty, but keep it on the down low. Okay, okay. Um, and he's always like, hey, hey, I'm going to my guy today. You good? I'm going to go to my guy. You need anything? You know, everything. What do you want? You need some concentrate edibles. You want straight CBD. It's like the dispenser, mobile dispensary. Scale from one to 10. How, how good's the bud? The bud is phenomenal. I opened wow. up a little bag of this strain called Tyson the other day. And upstairs, my wife is like, it smells like skunk in here. And I was like, dude, um, but every time it's a score, it's cheaper, it's better quality, dude. In the black market here, I got I don't, I didn't have enough time to do a full report on this and find more information. It is doing great. Sorry, the free market. I hate calling it black market. It's like but pirates. how could it be better? The government didn't grow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing crazy shit, man. They're trying to do like, are they already passed a twenty percent tax on all vape products, including dry? Like dry flower vaporizers, like screw it, twenty percent tax. Like, what is that? Yeah, there's a, a story we'll do in the future about how, with all this taxation, at least in California, um, the black market, or pardon me, the free markets are just crushing the legal markets. Because think about it, I've been getting weed from my friends for the last thirty years. It's weird to go to a store and to pay store prices, and honestly, I still do it. I still. You know, when somebody harvests that's dank, fuck yeah, come on over, man. I, yeah, definitely. And it keeps me from going to the dispensary. When I go to the dispensary, I probably spend three, $400. You know, if you're really stocking up, I'll try to stock up for like the month or something, get three or four grams of, of dabs, something like that, a couple, you know. Oh, yeah. Actually, I don't buy flour, but edibles. Yeah, it costs hundreds of dollars. A second hand. A second hand, although this show does not condone any illegal activity. Support the hell out of the free market if you can. I don't think it's illegal a lot of places, is it? No, you can you can give. Sometimes I believe you can maybe barter, trade. You can do different things, but it's kind of strange yeah. that you can't sell. The, you know, the store can sell stuff. They can go make something and sell it, but you can't make it and sell it yourself. That's a little weird. 
Yeah, I'll get more info on it. I heard, you know, up here, like there's still plenty of dispensaries. I can go online and order some shit right now and have it in my house within a day. And it's not government regulated at all, but nor are they like just shutting them all down like crazy. They're letting them operate. And I think because they know they do a better job. So get some more info on it for you cats out there. But free market, even in California, I think that's what you're saying is kicking ass. Yeah, it sure is. I mean, they were talking about like uh, cannabis is a $6 billion industry there. The lion's share of that is free market. And like, so I'll find this oh. article. Banner sent me an article about how, yeah, the, the free market's not going away. And the taxes that these that they're just imposing are just crushing the, the legal guys. I want to retract my comment. I'm not positive. I'd have to visit. You, you were doing a little information on California, the uh, fall of prohibition, dudegrows.com forward slash California, I think. Because right. I just said the free market in California is kicking ass. I don't know if that's the case it is. everywhere. I, you think you think so? I, I read an article on it recently, and it just talked about how there's massive layoffs going on in the California cannabis industry. And there's just more taxes being pushed on these people, and they're just not selling what they thought they would. Yeah, cannabis is super popular, but you can call up your buddy and get a, you know an $85, $100 ounce from a guy that just grew 15 pounds. It's a lot different than going to the store. And by the way, it's better than what you're going to get at the store for 200 yeah, I think, um, uh, well, no, I'm going to get a, bit, a better report on the. I like to do the free market reports on pricing as well, but I'll make a couple calls first, hey, but let's move we, on. Well, I will say we are going to the Emerald Cup. I went last year. I will tell you there is great. The best homegrown or outdoor grown weed that I seen was at the Emerald Cup. I believe they call it sun grown. <laughs> Just don't tell me that uh, there's not a great amount of sun grown, really high quality weed out there uh, for supply and demand to equalize. Take it. You got some uh, sophisticated social comment here. Good comment off YouTube. Or where'd you find this about plastic and anaerobic digestion? I see. Yeah, you make it sound so dumb or so boring, rather. But remember, we were talking about. Actually, you called me up this weekend. We're like, oh, I finally watched that recycling, uh, the recycling podcast, or listened to it. And we were. It's called. It's from. It Planet. was uh, economic. Or wait, no. Free economics was it? <laughs> Or was it Planet Money? An environmental ec economist. Did I say that right? I have no idea. Economist. Man. Thank you, economist. Appreciate that, group. But yeah, basically what I've learned from now on is I'm either going to burn or throw my plastic into the trash, and it will be greener. Uh, well, how about anaerobic digestion? You know, I'm into the microbes, and I was thinking about this. You know, I had uh, problems with my sewer, start, so I started Googling septic. And a septic tank is one of those things where it uses anaerobic digestion to turn uh, – I, I guess it turns your, your waste. There's some gas that comes off it. And then there's uh they call it leachate. And that leachate, wherever your septic is, it's always greenest grass right around there. So the leachate has fertilizer in it. And so, so this was Lusu? Yeah, so Lusu helped help me understand a little bit more. You know, I, you know, I'm a microbe guy. I could probably this, put this over in uh, Magic Microbes, but it talks about anaerobic digestion and that you can actually use anaerobic digestion uh, to eat plastic and to eat a whole bunch of plastic. And what happens is the waste product is basically these nutrient pellets that are basically fertilizer. Um, it was here. Lou Su says anaerobic digestion is now used to make electricity with nutrient pellets as a waste product spread back on the field directly from arse to mouth. Mm -mm -mm. And mm. arse, isn't that, uh, is that English? Something like that, man. You're an arse. And th this is talking about them using like sewage waste and making, making gas and electricity from so it wait, and you're basically compost for your field. Yep. 
Yep, which is absolutely. So I'm stirring up a big vat of plastic and and sewage. Well, no, and then they get fertilizer. No, what happened was they figured out how to do do this with sewage because it was fairly easy. It was an organic compound, and mm-hmm. then they've been working on it. Click this link right here: plastic into energy, and this is from bioplastics.com. And it says, first anaerobic digestion technology for plastic waste to energy systems. This is some guy from Adelaide, Australia. Uh, It's funny, the government's not doing this. It's a private dude that's doing it. But man, check this article out in the notes. It's really interesting. Ever since I went to New York and just seen absolutely how many people are just throwing plastic out all over the place, I know that not using a straw at the restaurant isn't going to do shit. We need to do stuff like Homeboy's doing where we're literally taking plastic and making it into energy with, with a byproduct of fertilizer. It sounds like we got the chemist working for us, bro. It does. And I want to encourage everybody listening to check out because podcast should recommend podcasts. Like you said, that was Planet Money Podcast. Mm-hmm. Planet. And it's episode 925 and 926. And it's really freaking interesting. If you've ever re- tried to recycle or put something in your bin, listen to those two shows. Very interesting. Yeah. And it just got me thinking. It's like, so this guy's down in Australia working, dedicating his life to trying to fix this plastic or uh, environmental pollution problem. And I just think like that's worthwhile. I think if you got time, money and resources, that's the kind of shit you should be doing, man, or at least sometime. And uh, I've been reading a book that talks about. Uh, We're building the- rockets to go to the Mars. There you go. I mean, that guy's cool. I love Elon Musk. And uh, I just should say, I love what they represent. I have no idea if they're jerks in general. But uh, yeah, I was reading this book that was basically talking about uh, like the delay of adulting, you know, that that there's uh, so many people that like, do me a favor, Guru. I don't know if you can play this or not, but I see this commercial. It's a Verizon commercial. And I don't know, you see these people. I got it going in the background. Yeah, the guy's like, I'm obsessed with anything Pixar. I'm like, dude, be obsessed with something you can use. I understand if you want to watch a TV show or a movie, but dude, they just encourage obsession because it's it's consumption. If you can get people to obsess over something, they'll consume absolutely anything. Look at the people with all the Star Wars crap that they have. Disney's pushing hard now too, man. Pushing hard. I just see us, you know, staying these perpetual children, obsessing over, you know, shit like explosion movies and whatnot, instead of maybe trying to make the world a little better. I don't know. I'm off my soapbox. But as soon as I said this, by the way, Guru's like, oh, obsessing over shit like this. And uh, yeah, if you can play this in the background, too. But if you're watching, it's a kung fu master uh, pulling a bus with his penis. (laughs) <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, it's not visual. Like, you guys don't actually see foreskin and stuff, so it's okay. It. But uh, but he's pulling a bus with his penis. Now, granted, there's a time for that, <laughs> all right? I'll never be more mature enough to not laugh at that and not watch it till the end. Maybe watch it backwards. He pulls it pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just thought it was interesting that yeah, I, I've been wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, I've been wondering what's uh, why... They're trying to obsess us over you know, adults, over superhero movies and, and Disney movies. And I kind of get it now. It kind of makes gotta, sense. This would be like my like my grandpa would say something simple. He'd be like, all you got to do is, is turn it off. Just because he instilled in me. It's so funny because he would get angry at like the TV when we're watching Saturday Night Live. Sure. He didn't really fully understand or like the comedy. And he'd be like, what are you, look at the, all y'all looking at the boob tube. 
and like just make fun of us and shit. I'm fine with watching some TV. I'm fine with relaxing and enjoying as long as there's something else. Then pick and choose. It's so easy. So I've gotten into one show and we'll move on. And it has been a while since I've gotten into a series show. And it's the one um, I forgot the entire. It's about basically people that live in the middle of freaking nowhere in Alaska. It's not Alaska Bush people. Wait, that's that's like one of my favorite shows. though. (laughs) That's awesome. Alaska Bush people. Uh huh. The Browns. Now this one's a little more less drama and more like hunting and living and trying to survive and shit. Right. And like getting into the characters and stuff. So I mean, sure. I'm not saying that's necessarily. Well, yeah, it is better than me to be watching people getting off or their heads smashed in the ground or explosions and violent shit. But to each their own. Or just arguing. Yes, to each their own. But at some point, don't we have some kind of responsibility to look into other things, to use our time, our money, our energy, into doing something other than watching Pixar movies, being like, wow, that was pretty cool. Hey, did you see that explosion? It was pretty real. You want me Them to be dinosaurs straight Some Jurassic people are just smarter than, smarter than others, if I could put it that way, with what they put into their head. I mean, I'm not saying watching Star Wars makes you dumb. Um, there's a lot of distractive shit for sure, and you can pick and choose how much you want to be distracted sure. or what you want to watch to be in touch. If work and sucks, I want to be distracted all the time, man. If my life sucks, I want to be distracted all the time. Don't think There's I'm- always going to be a group of, I guess I'll say, sheep that are just like, they don't give a shit. Like, they're good with just the numb stupid whatever what if we're making yeah. sheep though what if it's easier to make sheep than it is smart people yeah you uh, got to be a wolf dog but you can turn people are malleable if you give somebody the right education if you put the right things on tv trust me i watched 200 episodes of modern marvels i learned a ton from it man uh, if you put by the way while trimming and smoking a ton of weed you know, if you put the right oh, information out there and you put it in front of people, uh, and especially if you give them no choice, you know, dude, they give us no choice but to watch people arguing. That's all, the, you know, and, and to be dumbed down. Again, you have a choice. Well, I'll ask you so we can get, we can move on. Once, sure. Because you reminded me, my uh, nine-year-old and 15-year-old have both recently just really got into watching, like binging on The Simpsons. And I'm like, is this, is this good for a nine-year-old brain yes. or is this you give it a yes Mm -hmm. because it's sarcastic and it's making fun of of society it's making fun of adults and it's letting you know that adult yeah yeah i I find it uh yeah the adults are really identifiable let's say sometimes i need scotty's parenting advice you know (laughs) no i tried to give parenting advice this weekend (laughs) and it didn't work i could tell the chick was rolling her eyes the whole time all right, man, let's move on. I would say, as I do, let's get into what's going on. It seems we're always just bullshitting around here, which yeah. is how the show rolls in a good way. That was my what's growing on. And I'm sure yeah, I'll get I, lots of rebuttals from folks that like video games and like to binge watch and all that stuff. To each their own, sir. Scotty seems a little winded. How many in-laws are staying with you? There was 10. All right, there was 10. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? It's a poor decision, my friend. Have you not seen the movie uh, Christmas Vacation or whatever it is? Dude, the shitter backed up. What are you talking about? I fucking live it. <laughs> All right. I wanted. I pulled this ad, man. This is the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration putting out a public service announcement here. It's about 37 seconds long. We'll describe what's happening. So I'm going to hit play on this, guys. There's a couple sitting on the couch, token down. Yeah. And oh, <laughs> he's yeah. talking about how he's... Hey, that's a, that's not a stoner couple. That's a guy wearing a collar shirt, cutting a fucking pineapple. <laughs> All right, so should we pause it for a second, or just here, let it play, and we'll we'll we'll, okay. we'll we'll revamp it here. We'll revamp it for you listeners. 
just wanted people to walk. Oh, dear God, missing the keys. So basically what's happened in this commercial, guys, couple sitting on the couch. You didn't watch it. Getting high. And so he's like, she's like, oh, will you go get some pineapple and cut the pineapple for us? And he's envisioning in his head, he like cuts the pineapple like a ninja and a chunk of the pineapple flies off and goes and damages a kitchen light. How do we he's know like, that didn't really happen, man? It didn't really happen. He thought that. Oh, okay. But he goes, then he goes, actually, I'll go wash the grapes, proving the point. He should be safe and not get out sharp knives while he's really high, right? Proving the point that he's a responsible cannabis user, which Jesus Christ, do we need those points out there? And I do agree. You mentioned the way the couple looked. So they didn't look like it wasn't like a dude in Rasta shirt eating nope. Cheetos. It was like two, doing that shit. Yeah, it was two people, what you think would be either going or coming home from work in a nice. Nobody, yeah. Nobody got high enough to melt into the couch, though. And that would have been cool. I but, understand what they're saying, though. There's, dude, I, I, I was driving with my brother Trip a couple Well, hold on. Ago. Let me tell yeah. you the last part of that. Sure. Because the last part of that commercial guys was or the public service announcement is she she's like actually i'm hungry for some tie and she throws the keys to him and he totally misses catching him by like a foot and he goes actually i'll call out for food and so that's cool but that's what you're, you're saying they're, they're teaching a pretty good lesson there just to be careful of not getting too high right and not getting too high and driving you know now that cannabis is legal and there's you know 70 you know yeah you know edible i'm sorry there's Really strong edible products. There's concentrates. And concentrates, like you said, that are even stronger than 70%. I have gotten too high to drive for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've been with friends where I give them a hit on the vape pen and they're like, dude, I'm just fucking too high right now. Just one hit off the vape pen <clears throat> that I'll hit 15, 20 times. So, <laughs> but it's, it's all, excuse me, <clears throat> it's all a matter of, of tolerance. And those edibles can sneak up on you. Like I said, my brother Tripp, uh, he wrote me a note today, okay? And he told me about his experience. He was driving in a place where he wasn't really sure of. He's going to uh, an event, okay? So yeah, he took a couple edibles, about 100 milligrams of edibles. Gets to the right event, on. gets to the event, and it's canceled. And by the way, he did it at the right time. So when he walked into the event, they'd be just kicking in, okay? Wrong. Uh, the event's canceled, and all of a sudden, he's got to go back in his car and drive. I think it was 45 minutes. Ah, uh, so now home. it's untimed. You planned on being, you know, having the most enjoyable edible effect when you weren't driving at the event. Or when trip. trip wasn't driving. Yeah, Sorry. trip, not me. So anyway, driving home, and dude, like, I'd, I'd never been to Greeley, neither as Trip. I didn't realize that, dude. They have like medians, and they'll have giant lasers, like huge laser beams going right up into the sky. And, uh, oh, like as some type of road lighting, cool looking thing. It, it, it's, it was actually a giant pole, but to trip it looked like a big laser beam. And then when he looked up, there was lasers all around the sky. Um, upon further inspection, they were power lines. Ah. Yeah, and Trip was going about forty and a sixty-five, and it, it wasn't good, man. Trip would have pulled over if he if he had a spot if it wasn't snowing. Yeah, fair enough. And the, the one thing also to keep him, I don't know. Maybe you could ask Trip how he would have felt if he were to have an interaction in law enforcement for oh. going too slow or getting pulled over. Oh, man. Trip thought everybody was a cop that night. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I agree with that. I, I was just mixed emotions with that commercial because of the fact that, like, they're insinuating, oh, obviously you can get high as hell and cut up a pineapple just fine. No, no. Like, he was saying he fucked up cutting up the pineapple. He did it like the samurai sword and cut his lights off. 
(laughs) (laughs) I think they're getting better than the ones we saw in the 80s or 90s, late 80s, for sure. And even 2000s. Some of the commercials, like the one in Colorado, Scotty, if you remember the girl like walks up to the st- like the pot store and the girl and mom are giving it a bad look and then her son goes in. <laughs> That's awesome. That's anyway. awesome. Hey, but at least they're saying, hey, look, adult responsible use of cannabis is happening. Uh, yes. it, we're not stereo. They're actually breaking the stereotype and, and they're saying, just be responsible. Don't get behind the wheel. The worst commercials were the ones where they had the potheads like pulling out of the fast food restaurant and they hit some kid on a bike. And they're trying to act like it was the weed that did that. No, the worst commercials are from the 80s when it's the dad that finds a shoebox full of weed and he goes to his son. He goes, where did you get this? Where did you learn how to do it? And the kid goes, I learned it from you, dad. I learned it from you. I can't wait till the day. Of course, when my son's a legal age, I'm going to have him play that out for me. I'm like, whenever you do, like yell at me, go as loud as you can. Go, I learned it from watching you, dad. And then we like (laughs) high five and fist pump. That should be a sound bite. (laughs) But anyway, let's move on because I got some cannabis as medicine, Scotty. This Good. is just something that was sent in that I wanted to just preach about here. This is from Drew. Okay. Yes. Can I, I just want to say something before I want to interrupt. I'm using cannabis as medicine. I lit this joint about five minutes ago. Oh, stress is a motherfucker, man. I really was. I got to work around people today. Keep a positive attitude. I feel great. Yes, you do. Keep the bakery team happy, please. So Drew... He goes, now imagine a room with five to six teachers and caseworkers and my ex and me. Imagine that, Scott. It sounds tense already. It sounds like it sucks, man. All these people are trying to convince me to put my seven-year-old son on ADHD meds, but I refused. Never heard another word about it. Now my son is a senior, senior in high school, about to graduate and always gets excellent grades even works part-time. So glad I refused. And says, parents, please be vigilant with these med pushers. And med pushers, man, I've heard not everybody's a med pusher. I don't want to say, oh, there's plenty of good doctors out there, but there are plenty of med pushers too. Try I, this. I try know two med this. pushers, man. I, I definitely know them. They're hot chicks. They wear freaking, you know, whatever. They show their cleavage off and they get doctors to buy expensive meds. You're Maybe when they don't need them. the day back down in Florida more than now? It still goes on the same way. Yeah, I was up in New York City hanging out with, with a really cool girl. And she goes and has lunch with doctors and drinks with doctors and gets them to buy. This was the, like the surgical hips and things like that. This thing's just like 10, 12 grand each. I'm sure there's a commission on them. I have a, I actually had another call and you know, today from somebody that has heard of this show that's identified uh, having epilepsy at the age of eight and by the age of 12 found cannabis. We're going to try and get the get them on the show as a cannabis, uh, as medicine story. Absolutely. And I'd love to hear something. Freaking good to go. And by all means, when we talk about this, I always say, I'm not saying cannabis is a silver bullet. Of course, get some professional opinions, figure shit out, but be careful out there in the world of uh, the pushes, the pushes. Well, pharmaceuticals, think about, <clears throat> you could have a uh, stress and they could give, hey doc, I'm really stressed at work sometimes. When things don't go right, it's hard for me to just put it aside and, and keep leading. All right, we'll take this. It's a mood enhancer. And so is this. Yeah. So is this it's cannabis that I'm able to smoke even and grow it's myself. trickier. Scotty, like my mother-in-law was on some type of I don't know if it's a, some type of blood or heart medicine that when she researched, I mean, she's totally healthy, totally sure. healthy woman. 
And then she researched it and it had these different side effects and things because as everybody gets older, you know, she's afraid of either forgetting things or some type of dementia or how, you know, how long is your brain going to stay together? Sure. And she dropped it. She's like, I don't even know exactly why I'm on this other than my doctor told me to be on it. And then she got on another one for her occasional migraines that had A, B, C, D, E, F, G side effects. Oh, and the beautiful part is they're like, oh, and you need to be on this the rest of your life. (laughs) And there's pills to take care of those side effects. So you're all good. Some, there are some applications, don't get me wrong, for the professional medicines out there, but be careful. Should Absolutely. we go to happier times now? Those aren't bad times. But. And, and by the way, we, t- we paint a, a broad brush or paint with a broad brush. Jesus, I know several people that have been saved by brain cancer using modern medicine. So I will not, uh, it's not all bad. Like everything, there's good sides and bad sides to it. And Jesus. When, like when, my sin gain, go ahead, Scott. When you're talking to somebody about removing a brain tumor, I'll bet you that money is, you know, and somebody that has money, I'll bet you can get a lot of money out of them. So it becomes a, a you know, a morals thing is how much money do you take from somebody when, you know, their life is on the line? And I guess the answer is as much as they'll give you. Yeah, that is a very interesting equation that can hurt the brain. But uh, I, I, I'm just speaking of, you know, I grow synganic, synthetically, organically. It's kind of the way also I would approach different things with, you know, cannabis and modern medicine. They sure. can intertwine. They can definitely intertwine. We just got to get to get to learn more about it. Absolutely. Right. And when you're starving, you'll take a pesticide from Monsanto. Trust me. <laughs> you guys want to get some seeds. Go to dudegrows.com. Check out the door prize. Uh, last week, we gave away some ninja fruit from the stone ninja. And this week, I'm not even sure what's up there right now, but I can guarantee you it'll be a pack of quality genetics. I think we're going to get some Irie genetics on there. But I remind anybody can enter that raffle. Enter with your email. And all you will hear from us is a newsletter saying, what's up? It's Dude Grows Show. We don't do anything else with your email, but it enables you to try and win those and social share to even have more of a chance to win seeds. Every week we are giving away the seeds, Scotty. Sounds good to me. You know why? Thanks to Seeds Here Now. I'll just say that. All right, Seeds Here Now. Um, much relation and love to James Bean and everybody there because they struggle with this shit with prohibition, like losing, uh, we lost PayPal. And people are like, why can't you guys just take a regular credit card to buy some seeds, man? You don't know how bad like people in the industry want to, but... Yeah, just just I don't know if it's too personal, but I remember when Bean had his it wasn't PayPal, but his shit yanked. There was two zeros on the end of it, man. I mean, they rocked him, man. Jesus. So what else do we have? Oh, Emerald Cup. You mentioned earlier in the show. DGC, I have anybody that's emailed me on the contact on the dudegrows.com. I have saved your email. I believe, I think oh, it's Friday or Saturday night. We were going to have a get-together at our spot where we're hanging out in Santa Rosa. Have some of the DGC come on over. I don't want to call it a party because the Airbnb does not allow parties, Scott. <laughs> the light get-together in case Whoa. they're listening. We're doing this at our place? All right. I believe so. I believe so. Uh, <laughs> I can get too high to drive then. Cool. <sighs> yeah. But you'll get an email. I'll, I'll hit you guys up. Emerald Cup is coming up. We are definitely going. Me, Scotty Guru, JR Token, I believe Uncle Jim, Soup. Hugh Grows, who am I missing? I'm probably missing some people. Oh, Sorry if true. I Maestro, super psyched to hang Shit. with him, man. How about the Maestro? Hell yeah. That's right. That's right. Come on, what you uh, got? Get me into the news, brother. I do have the news. This is the drug bust. Two men found with marijuana, THC dabs, and THC vape cartridges. I'm Scotty. sorry, where were the drugs? I want to focus on this picture, first off. So this picture we're looking at here. Looking at a picture of, oh, look at the, the edibles are called lit bits. <laughs> Love it. Love it. 
And then for some reason, lit biscuits. I like them. Guru pointed out, he's like, some of the, he, he, what'd you say? You know, your flour isn't that good when it's uh, wrapped in a grocery bag. You get it in a grocery <laughs> bag ball. That's how you can well, swallow those and poop them out later. Looks like they had a handful, maybe a couple dozen, three dozen vape cartridge pen ends, three vape pens, a little bit of shatter. I mean, did they weigh everything that's on the table? Yes. yes, And and then say that that was fresh weed and then itemize everything out? That's what they do until your lawyer argues it down. Dude, this just looks like you and Guru went to a dispensary. Like in Denver, like I think, it, you know, looked, I think we've gone to a dispensary and gotten more than this. Yeah, that's three honesty. or four hundred bucks at a dispensary right there. And well, thirty guys, vape cartridges that could get pricey. Thirty times twenty. Yeah, okay, there you go. It's less than a thousand dollars worth of stuff at yeah. dispensary. By the way, if I'm traveling someplace to go get, you know, six months worth of weed or however many months worth of weed, I'll probably bring a G with me if I can. Well, they are repeat offenders, apparently. Maybe they got caught with a dime bag or something before, which puts them basically at the possession of felony level, potential incarceration for three to five years, max fine of $10,000. Jesus Christ. Cultivation also sounds pretty harsh there. Four plants are fewer. Four plants are fewer in Wisconsin. Automatic felony, same thing. Three to five years, $10,000. Yeah, man. I say this to people. Um, if you're in a place where they absolutely just don't get it and they want to throw away the key with weed growers and you want to be a weed grower, man, you might. <laughs> There's just a picture below of two huge black men kissing each other, man. And it's hard to concentrate, man. They're, ta- they're targeting you. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, baby, you know what I like. All right. What was I talking about again? <laughs> I don't know. You're distracting me as well. <laughs> Black men kissing. Okay. I don't have that ad, so it's on you. Right. They know me. <laughs> no, you're saying I'll, that if you're somewhere where you want to be a weed grower, but weed is this illegal? Oh, yeah. Leave. Leave because well, it's not well, worth the Yeah, charge. but maybe you want to make that money is why you're there and because risk penalty creates profit for the growers, right? Is that what you're after? I didn't really think that we were after profit. I thought we were after cannabis freedom. I'm not saying I'm, I'm after that. I'm mentioning why some people would be that's why they're there as a grower and they won't leave. Although, yeah, they go into potential. It says any controlled substance and items used to distribute, including vehicles, are subject to civil asset forfeiture. Jesus, so, they're going to take his car. This, uh, this happened in Florida in the 80s. They were so tired of cocaine smugglers taking these big boats and driving them in uh, that they were like, look, we need to make a law to take your boat if you if you get caught with any kind of cocaine or any kind of drugs in general. So sure enough, they did that. I was in, you know, grew up in Fort Lauderdale, had little boats growing up. You couldn't even fuck with weed. If they found a roach or a seed on your boat, which I guess Holy good shit, luck finding a seed, it? they will confiscate and take your boat, man. I don't know if it's still going on, but the craziest thing about civil a- asset forfeiture like that is that uh, where like in a normal crime with a person uh, the onus of proof is on the prosecution right. to prove that they're guilty. When it's property, it's on the person whose property it is to prove that it's not illegal, which, is, these which is almost impossible. We used to go to these boat auctions and my dad would try to buy like old drug dealer speed boats like scarabs and cigarettes. <laughs> and he would be like, I don't understand. They bought that boat for like as much as you could buy it new for. And it was the drug dealers buying their fucking favorite boats back so they could go back smuggling again. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I put superchargers in that motherfucker, man. I'm getting it back. Very interesting, interesting time. 
Prohibition is falling slowly but surely, but covering that Wisconsin story, not fast enough. And you got me reminiscing because it was such an interesting time back in the day because uh, the drug dealers in Florida got the Coast Guard kind of with their pants down. The drug dealers just got these boats that could run 90 miles an hour in decent sized seas and the Coast Guard couldn't do it. They would just literally, can you imagine the balls to just be like, I don't give a fuck. I'm driving right by the Coast Guard and I'm going to outrun them. That's balls, man. I knew a couple guys that did it. They would wait for the choppiest fucking seas because they were like, the Coast Guard will see us, but they're not going to come after us because they're not going to risk their lives for one more fucking drug boat. Uh, that'd be a, a hell of a boat ride. I'm not sure if I'd want to go on or not. They have these things called racing bolsters because if you stay in too long, your kidneys will fall out. Ah, nice. I'm nice. not kidding. You have to get them sewn back in. That's why they, that's like these racing bolsters hold your kidneys in. All right, that's my stone tangent. Let's laugh at some memes, dude. Scotty. <laughs> Come on. What you do we guys, got here? Y'all definitely had me laughing at some memes, but. This is by Barely Burning Berlin. Barely Burn Hardly. Yes, pardon me, but uh, Recharge is, like I said, it's how I feed my family. It's a great product. If you're a grower, I want you to try it. So I'm hijacking this first meme as, as a Recharge ad. It says, every single time that face you make when you smell a fresh bag of Recharge. And I think, is that the rock? from back in the day yes yeah rock doing his it whiff his whiff into the air <laughs> anyway sorry man we, we, oh, no, we got uh, barely burning burning barely burn hardly i'm just gonna go i do the b b b b h <laughs> this is titled which is probably something on urban dictionary that's mr bigglesworth isn't, isn't that the cat mr bigglesworth that super wrinkly cat the ball oh yeah cat. yeah oh it's weird so this is, yeah, the cat from, uh, well, no, hairless cat, most popularly from the one movie, what is it? Austin Powers. But this yes. thing's like an old, it got the old lady wrinkly face. It says, it's titled Old Voters. <laughs> it was my, my grandma, when she sees someone with tattoos, <laughs> it says, I bet she's a weed snorter. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I bet your grandma's from Wisconsin. Hey, as long as there's not too much TCH in it, you'll be all right. <laughs> and come on, this last one. I'm looking forward to hanging out at the Emerald Cup there, noob grows. But uh, I don't know if I'll wear this what dress. What the hell's going cool. That's my head on J-Lo's body. You asked for it, you got it. Tell me the truth, oh. man. Would you bang me there? Dear God. <laughs> I'm just closing this one is all I'm doing. I, I don't know. That's not a hell of a body. I, I might do me there. I don't know. All right, you even got a uh, oh, nice little uh, little social media tidbit here from your. This, yeah, this is crazy, man. I've seen this once before, and I meant to grab it, but this is oh shit, what does this say? A night. This is a an ecosystem. Basically, this is a huge bottle, maybe about what three feet by three feet, and it's sealed. It looks like I don't know what kind of bottle would you call that, but I don't know. It's a sealed like jug, and it has a huge, yeah, it has a plant growing in it, a giant plant growing in it. It's loaded with green. It's got a bunch of soil, and this dude made the perfect balance ecosystem. In 1960, David Latimer planted a tiny garden inside of a large glass bottle, and sealed it shut. He opened Mm. the bottle 12 years later in 1972 to add some water, and then sealed it for good. The self-contained ecosystem has flourished for nearly 60 years. And for those who are wondering how this is even possible, the garden is a perfectly balanced and self-sufficient ecosystem. 
The bacteria in the compost eats the dead plants and breaks down the oxygen that is released by the plants, turning it into carbon dioxide, which is needed for photosynthesis. The bottle is essentially a microchasm of the earth. And damn, that is cool. I'm glad we got the video showed, dude. This is why I like it. 19, it's interesting. I can't, uh, I can eat cheats. I don't know. <laughs> That's what I got today. Dude. I it's like the bullshit. challenge. That picture reminds me, this guy looks like Larry David and I'm so out of touch, Scotty. I was watching Saturday Night Live with my wife and I'm like, Hey, that's cool. Like I'm like Bernie Sanders really came on the show. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was convinced. And she's like, uh, that's Larry David. Right. Uh, okay. Looks like Dr. Carl to me. That's a good podcast. And what is it called? The naked scientists. Good shit. All right. Before we leave, don't forget, stay tuned, everybody. DudeGrows.com forward slash support. Patreon.com forward slash DudeGrowsShow. Uh, right after we're done with this, we're working on updates, membership benefits, all that will be changing new ways to support the show. Check it in a day or two. Check it when you hear this. Check back. Just check it, check it, check it. And uh, yeah, let's shout out to some of these patrons that have helped make it happen. Yes, and I just want to say, if you've been supporting us, especially when we need it so badly, thank you so much. Hell yeah. All right, I got Kush Top. Wait, Kush Timus. Kush Timus Prime. It's Kush Kush Timus Prime. (laughs) Thank you. Mr. Moho Resin. Yeah, I got Ukapoki and Shiznet 420. Zone and Max Dog 1980. What up? Lysergic Acid 52 and Terry Frisbee. You should about hang out. of cheese. Favorite Primus album, although not plural. Sea of cheese, I believe. I don't know. Maybe it is sea. As well as Big Belly Bud 420. I like it, dude. I like it. Waiting for something. I was waiting for something. Stay <laughs> higher. My friends, it's going to be hard. I'm going to smoke quite a few joints today to stay higher than this. <laughs> it's out. It is. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on It's just weed it's just me. I like to smoke it out in Just look at how he's being